everybody, we are live at Arrowhead Stadium, where I definitely didn't switch chairs with Lynn right before we started filming this. Um, if Lynn goes out of the picture, it's because that chair next to me goes all the way back. And uh, But I'm learning, though, that the chair that I took from Lynn wobbles from side to side, so uh, we just may not be in the shot. We might just fall out of our chairs. Uh we're back after a week-long hiatus. It was a bye week. We had Thanksgiving. We ate a lot. I'm just saying we so that I don't feel like a just whale here because I did eat a lot, but I'm just going to include you guys in my gluttony. That, was, that did happen. Okay, good. That good. And this, by the way, we have Blair Kirkhoff back in front of the camera. Finally, we were begging him. We had to send Sam halfway across the country to make Blair come back on. So... Yeah, Sam's already... Uh, he's already... He has winged his way. He has, I believe so. That's my or he understanding. Just didn't want to be here today. You yeah. yeah. Or he's just skipping out. Skipping yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Although he's sent in some uh, some leaf blowers so to make sure that it doesn't go off right. Or a snow blower, because uh, there's snow on the ground here. Uh, I got back to North Carolina Tuesday night and apparently missed the blizzard of the century in Kansas City. But there's still plenty of snow here, and I would like to go to California early as well to escape this. Um, continuing introductions, have Lynn Worthy next to me, who's in the nap chair. And then <laughs> down here we have Vahe Gregorian, who is just killing a cheeseburger from Sonic. And I made sure I wore the yellow sweater, gold sweater, in case I had mustard on me. <laughs> so hopefully it'll work out. Wasn't really planned to be this way, but you know, we want to bring you this in real time. We do, yeah. and you know what? We're also really hoping for a Sonic sponsorship, because this is two weeks in a row Whoa. that we've eaten. Sonic on Facebook Live. You, you mentioned the two weeks in a row, and I'm just saying, if they were, if the Chiefs get upset this week, do we do we look at the trend that since the Sonic came into the picture? Oh, we will. I've eaten Sonic like once or twice a week since camps or since. Yes, the but it wasn't. It wasn't started. in. Was it in the Facebook Live? Does that mean I'm going to have to go back to eating Subway in the Facebook <laughs> Live? It's like Subway's good, but it's no Sonic. No, well, I'm not saying that you have to. Way. I'm just saying that we'll, that you know the Chiefs folks would get to blame you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> do what you're going to do. I'm just saying. It's all my fault. Hey, look, this this or thought why? has occurred to me. It's it's a little too much football, I realize, but um, <laughs> you know, we you used the term the upset this week, and it, it would be a momentous upset, I think, if the Chiefs lose at the Raiders this week. Raiders two and nine, Chiefs nine and two, 15, all that. Andy coming. Andy coming off the bye week, pretty good record there, but in our time here. Chiefs lost to an 0-10 Raiders team. I guess it was 0-10. Right, 0-10 in 2014, Raiders and that was improbable. Um, so Chiefs, were so Chiefs were seven and three at the time. It wasn't like two and eight against 0-10. Yeah, yeah. So you're and, saying there's a chance. And then, well, last, I'm just saying. Then last year, the Raiders had a four-game losing streak right. going into the Thursday night game in Oakland. And that's the only Chiefs loss in the last 20 games, I guess, in the they AFC are, they West. Are, they, they are 19 and one against the AFC West um, since 2015. That's the one. A, a one-point loss on the final play of the game. Remember that? Yeah, we were down on the field, on the un- field. unusually. Uh, yeah. We don't usually get down to the field uh, with John Sleezer uh, near the end, uh, but this time we were <laughs> we were down there. Two defensive penalties kept the drive alive. Yeah. And, and on the third try from the two, uh, Carr to Crabtree in the corner yeah. for the win. So, it's it, anyway, point being, I think there's a lot of assumptions being made. Chiefs will win this week, but they do still have to play the game. So, so point being is that we're done talking about Sonic and we are on to football. Yeah. Well, I, I saw I saw a direction. segue. I saw a segue. So uh, what, what you're saying is is that you you're a believer in Gruden. You think he's going to change everything? Nope. <laughs> yeah. All I'm I, I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly changed everything. Yeah. 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 That's true. Uh, Vahe, since you're the host now, what would you like to talk about next? Do you want my sheet? I've planned so many things to talk about. <laughs> nobody Show puts your sheet. Nobody puts baby it says in Facebook Live. Nobody on the puts back baby in the corner. You better, you better just go. Chiefs Rams injury report. Well, um, I was huh. gonna say, did you pick anything up for Eric Berry or something? That is actually that? Yeah, Eric Berry. <laughs> There's a transition. Hey, you know who I saw on the field today in a helmet? Eric Berry. Uh, he was also out there yesterday. What do we know about his play-to-play day yesterday? We know he was limited. He was limited. It was a 10 10 10 day, so it was a light day anyway. But I think it's significant that he did that and then came back to practice again today because Sammy Watkins, this time two weeks ago when they were getting ready for the Rams, 
the only day he practiced was a 10-10-10 day, which is a really light day. And then he didn't practice the rest of the week. Like, they tested it on that day and could tell at that point that it was not good and held him out. And so I think the fact that, like, you bring Eric Berry back, he's able to handle one day, and then he comes back the next day. Yeah, well, yeah. but Sammy did give it a go in that game, though, remember? Started the he game? started the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, though, so. is that it's at least encouraging, though, that Eric Berry – practiced one day, came back and put on a helmet and practiced the next. Right. I agree. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I I don't agree. expect it, him to be starting. but <laughs> yeah, we, we, No, in fact, didn't we see him on the practice field today working with the twos? A little Anybody bit. Anybody want to yeah. I mean, for the little bit, Yeah, the little that? bit that we did see, yeah. but We've crossed a threshold, right, yeah. with, with Barry. Yeah. Um, I, well, so I'm trying to just, from based on history, what we can expect from, in terms of, playing time, if any, for Eric Berry on Sunday. I don't know if we're going to see any um, this week. I, I, it, my guess would be if I had to project the succession of, you know, of, of Berry's return, no playing time this week. In fact, I'd, say, I'd imagine him on the inactive list appearing against the Ravens the following you know, Sunday and then starting against the Chargers on Thursday night. That would be just a, a guess. That's but, but I'm with you. It's That's interesting. I, I keep thinking about that Sunday-Thursday dynamic, right? And, and Well, let me go back one step real quick. Bob Sutton today, I thought, laid it out nicely about, about how you might look at Eric. That, of course, all his instincts are there, all his knowledge, knowledge is there. But there, the, the, the transference of what I want to do versus me getting there is just going to be a little different for a little while. Maybe it gets all scraped off in practice, but... Probably some game situations required. The, anyway, the thought I have about the Sunday-Thursday thing is makes great sense if it's incredibly uh, limited duty that Sunday. Otherwise, why would, you, why would you even play on yeah. that Sunday? I would think maybe that you Thursday push is that. the game. Maybe. Okay? Because then yeah. you know, you're not giving him the short turnaround, and then also you're giving him more rest after the first game that he plays before until the next week's game. So, I mean, we're all sort of spitballing yeah. here. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I, see, I, I kind of think that he's going to play a little bit Sunday and then give him enough time to just to, to knock the rust off with the communication, like the, the intangibles that you can't really simulate in any other way. Like, yes, he has the knowledge. Yes, he's coached these guys up. But there's still a, a difference that is made when you go from being on the sideline to being in the actual game. And so I think that you would rather knock the rust off against the Ravens than, than knock it off against the Chargers in a Thursday night game. I mean, yeah, and look, it all. First things first, right? How much, do, how much can you really be ready to go after three days of practice in four months? Not I so mean, much. Yeah, not and so much. it's not even really three days of practice, right? It'll be really right. two days. Yeah, of, and, of really limited. Um, yeah. yeah, and we're at the point of the season where practice is overall limited. I mean, you're not doing as yeah. much as you were early yeah. in the season, or definitely not as much as training camp. Um, and I think to, I think back to like was just three weeks that Sorensen had of practice before that first mm-hmm. game that he appeared and he was that was training camp injury, right? So Yeah. Yeah. But let's not um let's not mistake the the impact that just seeing his just seeing his presence. I mean we we talk to everybody. It doesn't matter if you're uh, a coach, uh, a defensive player or even an offensive player. We talked to Mitchell Schwartz of all people about the impact of Eric Berry's return. Chris Jones, I thought, was just, as he always is, very just entertaining about. Yeah, very uh, entertaining answer about just how he used to sneak peeks at Eric Berry in the <laughs> locker room just, and call his friend and say, hey, hey. I, I'm looking I, at Eric Look at Eric Berry. <laughs> I liked that story a lot. I thought, I thought it was sincere. I didn't yeah, think he was just and, and, playing it up. I well, think it was, and if you think about the layout of that locker room, it's very feasible because Chris is all the way in the corner and then uh, Eric Eric's locker is like across, on yeah, on the same side. And so, I mean, it he would have to be sneaking a peek because it's not yeah. like in full view, but like if you position yourself just right, uh, tomorrow we're all going to go in there and like all sit in front of Chris's <laughs> locker and be like, can we see Eric Barry? Is can could we feasibly have done this? I, I think yes. But, th- but that's that's the impact that this this guy has on on the team, on his teammates, and we've seen it for years. Yeah, uh, yeah. You have even longer than me, but hey, so it's it's. It's tangible. It, Did it, it seem is. like to you that it Andy is. was almost giddy yesterday talking? Like, giddy's probably too strong word, but he just seemed really excited. Or well, maybe he was just so thrilled to be talking to us after a week of I think not he, I think having he us was harass him. Semi-thrilled. Yeah, thrilled's probably too strong, too. 
But I think he um, he likes being able to say more than he's getting better day to day. Yeah, right. And, and I progress. It was, it was the first <laughs> first eight questions yesterday were about Eric, mm-hmm. um, and you know there was nothing particularly illuminating other than sort of your original point, Brooke, that he's obviously really happy to just get him going, right? Mm-hmm. And he knows. He knows that they're a better team the more he's involved. Mm-hmm. I think we can say that. And and so the sooner you move towards that, look, there's some real, there's some nice, um, nah, symmetry is probably not the right way to put it, but there's something really uh, cool about the chance to have this late season boost from a guy like that, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there just, there just is. Shopping in your own closet. That's exactly what it is. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you must have a bigger closet. <laughs> I mean, there's Usually no, I'm, like, I'm just, elite safety in my closet, but... Well, wait a minute. I already know this. It, it, part of your closet is still in Oklahoma. Yes. So you'll be having a shopping spree when the rest gets delivered. That's okay. right. And that's just what the Chiefs are doing with Eric Berry being delivered. <laughs> and Mitch Morse, by the way. Uh, Eric Berry, not the only significant player returning to practice this week. Mitch Morris, who's been out since, what, New England with a concussion? Right. It's been a long time. And Austin Ryder, or as Patrick and I also call him, Reader, um, (laughs) he's he's done a good job there. But I think that that's another kind of intangible that having Mitch Morris in there that just, he's not necessarily, you know, as inspiring as Eric Berry, but who really is. Um, But it seems like this offensive line is really excited to have him back without discrediting the job that, that Austin has done. I would always say that, that you know, maybe Eric has is a more known, broader impact on the team, but I think Mitch within that, as Andy Hex, a team within the team, I think he's that kind of presence. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I, I think there's a, I think he's a pretty charismatic guy, and, and I, I think he matters a lot to them, especially a group that, by and large, a lot of those guys have played together for mm-hmm. a couple of years. Now we've we've not had that situation um, with with all these guys hurt. Right. But but I, I, it's kind of funny the way Mitch kind of got overlooked yesterday. I mean, we acknowledged it, we wrote about it. Right. But um, it, it it was Eric Berry. Day. It was Eric Berry. Yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. And imagine what's going to happen when he actually like plays in the game and is active. Well, oh. yeah, and and for our purposes, and I think also for viewers and readers. Um, It'll be really nice and interesting when we get to hear from Eric and Mitch again. Chiefs policies have uh, prevented us from being able to talk to them yet, so that's why you haven't seen anything from them about them. And Jack wants to know, probably no, he says, probably no Eric Berry on Sunday. What about Morris? Do we think he'll play Sunday? I don't know. I I, I don't know about that one either. Um, I I don't know. I get get a stronger feeling about Morris playing on Sunday than I do about Eric Berry. when you're cleared of the protocol, uh, the the concussion protocol, you're ready to go. You're you're, you're there is no, um, uh, you're not testing your you know a, a sore knee or ankle or something. Right. You're right. you're ready to be, get plugged back in there. And I, I think that uh, I, I think we'll see more uh, against the Raiders. It's just a, just a sense of mind. Uh, the logic makes total sense. Right? You're right. I mean, he's not testing things this week that Eric will be testing. Yeah. Right. right? I mean, he's you know. looking for confidence in the, you know, in Eric, in Barry's case, the heel. Yeah. Um, Morris is ready. I just get that sense. And the way they're, they, they talk about him differently, too. Um, you, you know, you just pick up, the, the coaches don't tip their hand on this sort of thing. They don't tell you who's starting and or who's not, but just the way that they talk about the players I get a feeling very not going to play. Morse is. Yeah, and Morse also has played this season too. I mean, it's not as though he's coming back from as long a layoff. And I mean, he was active in games. He, you know, he went through a preseason. He's he's been in there with these guys. It's not, at least I assume, there's not as much of an adjustment where Barry hasn't been with a bunch of these guys. And some of them, I mean, like Ron Parker, he was with, you know, way yeah. back <laughs> when. So I mean, there's an adjustment there that I don't think you have. With Morris, just because he's played with these guys, he's been on the field with these guys this season. Yeah, I mean, Mitch has been out what five games? Eric's been out twenty-seven games, including including the playoff game. Yeah, so that's it's yeah, and different sort obviously different sort of injury that that requires confidence in the movement in a different way. So, if I were betting, I'd I'd bet your scenario. No, Eric, probably Mitch. And while we're talking about guys who are injured, who may or may not play. Sammy Watkins hasn't practiced since the bye. He played some in the L.A. game, but started right? started, right, and then came out soon after that, and he was available in emergency emergency situations, as Andy Reid said, after that game. 
Although I feel like being down in the fourth quarter is probably an emergency. Uh, so if you're not going to put him in then, would you have ever been able to have him go? Although Chris Conley played great in his spot. Um, do we get a feeling whether or not they're, they're, Sammy A will be available on Sunday? And if he's available, will he play? Uh, would you play Sammy? I'm, I'm, puzzled. I'm you, puzzled that he's this hurt. Right. Well, and Andy Reid said on the conference call on Monday that the foot was still kind of tender, which for Andy Reid means the foot is detached from the body. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you got to be alarmed. We've now exited one guy from the literally day-to-day sore heel and entered another one. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to create hysteria. You know, there's just no way to know. But for for the nature of what we thought it to be, it seems like an inordinately long amount of time. I mean, like this is a long time, before. you know, right? This is a long time since the bye week. Right. but but I, With the bye week, I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought there was some gamesmanship the week of the Rams game. I think we all thought Watkins wasn't going to play, not going to play, not going to play. And, oh, he's starting. How about that? Yeah. Right. You know and I think that they really wanted him to start because it's his return to L.A. I, it's probably not as emotional as a return to Buffalo would be, but it's right. still his but former team kind so of How many snaps did he end up in that, getting in that game? Probably just the first series. Yeah. Wanna, uh, for some reason, the number 10. was like, I thought it was something like 12. Did you guys arrange these stats but, out here? No, well, I, yeah, I threw those down, but I don't know if this one actually has the... I don't know if it actually has the snap counts here. on the back. Is, it, I don't know if this, is this the one that does have the snap That's counts on the back? Blair has a thing turned up. I, yeah, this is I not the one that has the snap counts on the back. I like this. You got a computer. has a burger. So I want to say it was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 10, but... Must yeah. be nice. Oh, you still have fries. Sorry, Lane, you're getting <laughs> <laughs> over. Sorry. No, I just I don't I don't have the snap counts on here anyway. This is not the one with the snap counts, so I'd have to um, Is go there to another the selection in there <laughs> that you may be able to find it? Suffice to say he didn't play after the first quarter, so it yeah, was just a handful yeah. of snaps. Right. But um, that that idea that, you know, he could have played makes you think that it's possible for him to play this week, or if, I mean, if it was possible that he could have played in that game, they just held him out, and you had a bye week, and now you're you have another week where he's not practicing. But by the time you get to Sunday, you think, okay, he's, you would logically, maybe falsely, but logically <laughs> assume that that means he could be available on Sunday. I, I don't think he's playing. I, I, I don't think they need him. Yeah, I don't. I, I just don't. Yeah, yeah. Why, why do it? You've if got, Chris you've Conley's got, playing how he's been playing, so you got Ravens, Chargers. You know, right after that. Be full strength there. Right. I mean, maybe you have him active and you have another, like, emergency situation just in case, mm-hmm. like, some crazy Raiders things happen that apparently seem to happen in Oakland. But Well, but if you have him active, then, I mean, like, that's uh, – I feel like you just don't – if you if he's not going to play, then you don't activate him. That's right. Because I, I, you, I you, act, you, you added Dieter to the uh, roster anyway, so you have another wide receiver. Plus, right. uh, they've, they've said that whole thing about, or you know, if the guys – even though they've gone against it, if the guys are active for that day, then they want to be able to use them with it, special teams or whatever. So, I mean, they've gone against it a couple of times with Sammy or Hitchens. They've done that a couple of times where they've been active and never saw the field. But I don't know that that's a trend that they want to keep, especially when you've got another receiver that you can add right. to the roster. That makes sense. Uh, we have another question from Eric. Can you evaluate the Chiefs' chances of retaining the number one seed versus other major contenders? Patriots, Texans, Chargers, Steelers. Who do you, each of you think we should be the most concerned about wrestling that number one seed and or other buy away from the Chiefs? Tell you what, Texans are a new team to the mix. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. The, yeah. Seven in a row, is that right? Eight, eight, eight in a row. Eight in a row. Eight in a row. They're now eight and three, and they have the easiest schedule yeah, that's left. I was going to say, the schedule, I'm trying to remember who all is on there, but they avoid. Not like, the Chiefs. Don't they, avoid, they avoid the Chiefs. They avoid, I think, Pittsburgh. They've already think played they, the Patriots. Yeah, already, the Patriots. So, I mean, the rest of that schedule, I mean, I think the – the toughest game, if I'm remembering right, might be like the Colts who are playing who are well. The Colts are hot, yeah. for sure. It was the Colts and I think maybe one other game, uh, maybe Baltimore, who hasn't sort of, sort of dipped from where they were early in the season, but still it's not a walkover game. Playoff team, if, if the season ended today, the Ravens are the sixth seed. So yeah. so those are the two games. That, that's an inter- they're interesting. All of a sudden, you've really got to pay attention to, to Houston. Mm-hmm. And, and as we follow, we've been following the Patriots and the Steelers and the Chargers for weeks now. You've got to add Houston to that. Um, and see what they do. They, they look good and um, playing well. So, having said all, having given Houston all the props, I, I, I think Pittsburgh's in trouble because of their schedule. They have to play the Patriots, the Chargers, and New Orleans in their last five games. They, the, the Patriots and Chargers are in Pittsburgh at New Orleans. Um, Pats have to go to Pittsburgh. 
Chiefs have to go to Seattle. I mean, they're, they're, they're landmines for, for those contenders. Um, I still think the Chiefs are going to end up as the one seed. Yeah. I just do. I, 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 I think I, the Chargers are going to fall back because, I mean, you mentioned they still have to play. play at, they're at Pittsburgh, I think, Sunday night. This Pittsburgh. Sunday night. They already they lost another one to Denver that you feel like probably you know they shouldn't home, have gave, lost. Gave away and, home. You know, yeah. So I feel like they're going to fall back. I mean, assuming that the you know they don't pull something off of that head to head on the Thursday, which is a you know Thursday nights can be a little weird, but um, I feel like they're probably going to fall back a little bit. You know what's funny, and you've probably reviewed these, maybe all you guys have, but I think you specifically have, Blair, the various tiebreaker scenarios. Let's say let's say the Texans win out, and the Chiefs lose one. What's that tiebreaker? Well, it, 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 it'll, it's important which that one is. If the head Chiefs, heads, if, if the Chiefs lose at Seattle, yeah. that's the best one NFC, to lose. Right? Yeah. Best one yeah. to lose is NFC because it's not involved in right. the tiebreakers. Right. Okay. So, yeah, that's they're they're in good shape, but obviously lost the head to head to the Patriots. Right. The Steelers don't factor into the tiebreaker because they've got a tie. You're either going to finish ahead or behind the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the Chargers will be um, that'd be for the you know for the division the um, uh, the AFC West, and that'll come down to their Thursday night game. Maybe I mean the Chargers right. could lose to Pittsburgh this week and right. be two games behind the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, so it's it, head to head is the first tiebreaker. Right. Uh, division record is is the next. How you do in the AFC? How tricky does it get if there's two teams, two exactly. teams tied? If there's three teams, three tied. teams, then then the um, uh, you, you do the, it's the round robin how they fared against each other and, um, and and then I have to look maybe may go division after that uh, then conference division then conference but the Chiefs are still in pretty good shape yeah, I mean, yeah. AFC's best record game up on uh, on on the Texans and the Patriots and uh, Steelers I'll, I'll tell you. If, team that's playing really well right now is Denver. Denver winning at at the Chargers, beating the Steelers last week. And that only makes them five and six, but look out for them as a as a wild card team, as maybe the second wild card team. Um, it's almost like we, we know five of the six playoff teams. We know who they're going to be. There's going to be the, the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Steelers, the Texans, and the Chargers. The, the last five weeks of the season is going to be for the sixth seed in the AFC. Three or four teams. Yeah. Yeah. And, Baltimore's involved, uh, the Colts, Colts. Uh, Miami, and, um, uh, and the aforementioned uh, Broncos. Yeah. Well. Not only my head spin a little bit. <laughs> I was actually cooling yourself down with <laughs> some <laughs> ice. Better the ice. I think you're hoping it went a couple seconds longer. <laughs> I'm forgetting, like, oh, we're on air, so I probably should not chew on ice, but have you guys had Sonic's crushed ice? It's great. <laughs> About to. Big big fan of the crushed ice. Big fan. Quick trip. Sponsor trip. us. Quick quick trip. Um, I think we should talk about Patrick Mahomes, that guy, the quarterback. You're working on a story about him. You're working on a story about him. Makes sense. Um, we we saw a little bit of side of Patrick Mahomes. We really hadn't seen. We did. Yeah, we saw moments where he looked like the boy wonder quarterback that we expect, and then. He had other times in that game where he just did not look great. He was, what, strip sacked twice, threw a pick six, and had two other intercepts. So he was so responsible five, for five, five turnovers. turnovers. That's, um, and, and the team still scored 51 points. That's ridiculous. And he still threw almost 500 six, yards or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Four, 478 yeah. yards and six touchdown six passes. Touchdown. That's that's incredible. Uh, it's but, funny. It, go ahead. What I was going to say, but this, it's the first time that we've had to balance the bad with the good in a, in a game that he's played because there hasn't been any bad. Yeah. Right? I think that this is, that was the kind of performance that I thought we were going to see more often. 100%. Yeah. And it took Maybe not quite as right. huge, like you know, right, 380 right. and three turnovers, right? But, right. But, yeah. right. but yeah. this, this felt more like what we expected to see after training camp when he was throwing interceptions every day and mixing it in with some crazy plays and then this game, I thought he looked the most human, but also the most superhero-like all, all at once. Yeah. Well, and what one of his endearing qualities is he sit, he stands at the podium and talks about, breaks him down, all yeah. of his mistakes, mm-hmm. yeah. and what he did wrong, and I don't know, maybe Aaron Rodgers does that, maybe Tom Brady does that, I don't know, we don't cover them, but Patrick Mahomes does it. And I, I don't recall I, a guy ever breaking it down like he does about mm-hmm. himself, about his mistakes. Yeah, Um he talks more about him than his coaches do. Yeah. You know? His coaches just kind of glaze kind of, past. Yeah. Like, oh, we're working on yeah, it. Yeah, team, yeah. Which we got to talk to Mike Kafka today. What did you think about our, our takeaway from our conversation yeah. with him? Well, he, I, I thought um, 
more so than than Andy Reid or Eric Bieniemy. Bieniemy, I, I thought Kafka was a little bit more open and honest about the, you know, the, the, the mistakes, especially the strip sacks. They, you know, got to do a better job, mm-hmm. and they do. And it, and it wasn't all Mahomes. I mean, that was an offensive. That is a team deal. Offensive line, you know, that factored into that as well. But he look, he said Mahomes. It got him just at the right moment. On, I don't know which one he was talking about, but one of them, just right at the right moment where he was transitioning, just getting out of the pocket, right, and starting to make a move. Yeah. And Donald was there to, to, to get the ball. So um, hard to blame Mahomes for that. I, what, what did you guys think of it? What was his worst pick? What was his worst throw? Was it? Uh, I'd be the pick six, I think. The, the one that, that ended up off of Mitchell Schwartz's back. And no, yeah, that was the one that he just wasn't sure on. Yeah, like indecisive. He, right. yeah, Most indecisive. Like basically, if he just pulled the trigger and just let it fly, yeah. he probably completes that pass to Demetrius Harris. And, That's right. You know, whether it's a big, it's probably not a big gain or whatever, but it's not a turnover going the other way for six points. Um, and I think the, the interception, no, not the interception, the strip sack, one of the strip sacks, I remember uh, for the film review, looking at it, and when you slow it down and get that sort of that end zone angle, um, it looks like really what happened was he was gonna he was looking one way, gonna throw it into coverage, and decided not to pose it back down. And then after he pulls it back down is when Donald gets him. So it's like, well, was he supposed to just chuck that one? <laughs> like yeah. literally, it's like okay, two like, you know double coverage there. Don't throw it. Pulls it back down. And I think before he takes off. Donald gets to him and strip sack. So, I, I mean, that's one of those ones where it's, I mean, I guess you just try and hold on to the ball a little bit better, but it's not a, you know, a careless thing. It's more of a right. trying to be careful. I've seen Ben Roethlisberger him. do this his entire career. I mean, he's as good as, you know, veteran as he is, he still gets strip sacked, you know. And um, Cam Irving could have saved him on one of them, right? If, if, yeah. if Irving, Ir- Irving falls on the fumble instead of, I don't know what he was, scooping, scooping it. He would have, you know, would have spared him a turnover, mm-hmm. right? But, uh, but, but didn't do it. I thought the, uh, it, it wasn't the worst play, but, I, but I, I, I thought um, his last interception was he was desperate too soon. It was a first down, with yeah. twenty six seconds left. And not he, the Marcus Peters one, but not the, the Peters next one. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and he heaved it like that's our last play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was. It, I was just checking the time. It was twenty six seconds when that play started. Now they, they probably weren't going to get there. Probably at some point you have to go for broke, but I don't think he had to on that one. And you'd like to see him be more set on a go for broke play. Needed a field goal, not a touchdown. Yeah, yeah just didn't, a field goal. Didn't, field goal. didn't, didn't field have goal. to go 50 yeah. yards right there. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, even the Peters one, I mean, that was the one where he got hit as he was throwing. Yeah. Too, which is, you know, whether yeah. that's a uh, – and it was a play where he, he play fake and he rolls out. So, I mean, that, that's going to take some time to develop anyway, and that's – uh, the one that, again, going back, I think that Kelsey was a little uh, mad at himself about because he was blocking the guy who ends up yeah. getting him a Mahomes yeah. and hits him as he throws. Hey, it's Blair Kirkhoff, and if you're listening to this, you love Kansas City sports, whether it's the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting, Mizzou, KU, or K-State. And no one covers these teams like the Kansas City Star. If you currently subscribe to the paper or have a digital subscription, thank you for your support. And if you don't, here's a great offer. It's called Sports Pass unlimited digital access to every sports story and video on KansasCity.com. And it's just $30 for the first year. It's the best sports value in town. Just eight cents a day or $2.50 a month. You can't beat that. Subscribe now at KansasCity.com slash sports pass. Um, I guess the one question, um, he had this, obviously, this stats that are just astronomical both ways, whether it's the turnovers and the passes. Um, and touchdowns is do we at all worry that there's a trend because the you know the games they've lost and against quality teams and the Patriots I mean that first half against the Patriots like you talked about not seeing necessarily the good and the bad I mean we saw a little bit of it just not to this extent because the numbers weren't as high but the Patriots first half where they scored nine points he had two turnovers forced one that was you know basically took points off the board because they were in the red zone I mean do we start to worry because he's still young and, you know, two big-time games like that? We've seen a little bit of this. I, I, would, I would always say I think you can expect ebb and flow to some degree no matter what, but that the ultimate, you know, ebb, if that's the right word, no, the flow, let's go with the flow, is, is taking I mean, he, he's, he's just going to keep getting better. I, 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 I understand your point. Um, I, don't, I would be more disturbed if I thought he was really reckless on a lot of these Turnovers against Brett Favre like, yeah. But I, I didn't. I don't think he's didn't, Brett Favre like. Even even yeah. with these mistakes, it's not. You know, he, he's not trying to 
throw into some, you know, coverage, so, something that's not there. Right. You know? it's, he's not it, making, it's not, like, rookie mistakes in that I, I way. Don't, it, it doesn't seem to me that he is. I, I thought that the one, the first interception against New England, the linebacker made a great, uh, I forgot who it was, but he hit. He hit. And all of a sudden, there he was. Right. And I thought, wow, that's just that's just a smart veteran move. The one in the end zone was a, that was bad. I mean, it was the, yeah, the, red, the again, red zone. Yeah, yeah. Bad, just a bad play. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was like his first one. I remember thinking, of yeah, yeah, because he hadn't thrown a pick until that game. Yeah. right. That was game five or six. Yeah. He hadn't thrown a pick yet. Yeah. So um, I, I just I, I still even with the five turnovers, I still think that he's. I, I think that was the aberration, and yeah. we're not going to see that type of game from him ag- again. And look, let's put it this way: it, it, if if the worst thing you can say about him is they scored ninety four points in their two losses, yeah, with, and he's right. not he's not good enough, then, <laughs> then that's a problem right. in itself, right? And I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the Patriots and Rams on the road. Yeah, you know, it's it's not, yeah. they don't play anybody like that the rest of the way. And if they play another well, great team, unless it's unless they're in the playoffs, right? Unless it's in the playoffs. So. That's um, you know, sort of just playing devil's advocate. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good it's, question. It's, it's a really good question. But it is yeah. the thing, sort of things that you, if you're looking at playoffs as opposed to the rest of the regular season, that you start, you know, especially if you're in that mindset where you're expecting something to go wrong in the playoffs and what's it going to be, and it always something comes up, then maybe that's one of the things that you start wondering about. Well, look, that, that'll be that'll be a suitable <laughs> thing in, in early January. <laughs> the real question there will be, that, yeah, that'll be in every Chiefs fan's mind. We're expecting the trap door to fall. It, you know, it, it, is it actually going to be in these guys' minds? I I would think not, but you know, I don't oh know. yeah, I wasn't thinking about <laughs> no, I know, it being but in his yeah, mind. But yeah. I'm thinking about the folks watching. They might be in there. Oh yeah, I've already heard it from somebody oh, yeah. else. Let, let me correct myself. He did throw a pick in the Jacksonville, Jacksonville. game yeah. the way Brian before. Was yeah. Just jumped in to let you know. Thank you, Brian. And, and which means he's actually thrown at least one interception in six of the last seven games. Um, well, not, he's not an MVP candidate So, yeah, anymore, so forget everything so. I said. I'm d- 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 done with him. Done he's with him. I was going to let you slide in Jacksonville, but Brian wasn't. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> yeah. Brian called you out. Brian. You know what? We're not going to delete that comment. We're going to leave that right there for everyone to see. <laughs> I'm going to comment on it, in fact, and say, by the way, that was Blair that got it wrong. Uh, way to have his back, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> give him a thumbs up. Hey, who brought you that cheeseburger, Bobby? No. Who recommended the cherry limeade? Uh, does that mean I can't speak out against your nope. your, <laughs> your tyrant? I have bought your silence. You're welcome. Uh, by the way, Brian has a question and not just an accusation here. Uh, when Barry is back, which safety sees the field less? Ron Parker takes like 98% of the defensive snaps. You wouldn't probably know the exact number on that. Uh, but seems to be a step slow at times, but Barry doesn't seem like his replacement. I kind of think that Eric Murray is the odd guy out here. Unless they decide that there's somebody they want to slide over. I'm not sure who it would be, but like if they decide somebody to move somebody into Parker's spot, even though he's the veteran and experienced and knows the defense, I don't, I don't know that there's somebody to put in that spot. But because um, I feel like Barry's going to play the spot that Murray's in right now, mm-hmm. um, how that shakes out, I'm not entirely sure. Um, even though Murray. Going by playing time, they they clearly um, they clearly like Murray because I mean even with like Murray's return sort of relegated Jordan Lucas to part time and mostly almost exclusively special teams along with Sorensen coming back. So um, I think they like Murray. I'm just not sure if they like him enough to slide him into Parker's spot and make Parker sort of a bench guy. Are you liking this defense with? Um with Jones, Bailey, Houston, Ford, Hitchens, Raglan, and Eric Berry back there among the – that's a much better defense than what they started the year with, with everybody healthy like yeah, this. Yeah. Um, it just – it sounds good to me. Yeah, you know? yeah. But Fuller, I mean, on the corners, um, that's a defense that, that will have come along. I mean, uh, if, if everybody's healthy by, by the time we yeah. see that group on the field. Yeah, well, look, I mean – Barry reorders things, right, in some way or another to say say nothing of, you know, whatever other boost that you know, we all tend to think he gives a team that really follow, would follow him anywhere. Um, and, you know, he's one of, he'd be one of 11 or whatever it is, 15, 17, they play regularly. But he, that, that's a huge, huge 
influence on how the rest of the game will be played by them, I, I think. And, and look, yeah, they gave up 54, but they didn't give up 54, right? I mean, two of those were returned for touchdowns, and uh, they, they did some things that helped them uh, in that game, and they'd been trending in a pretty decent way before that. So, I, obviously, it, it, you'd have to feel better about them when they've got all these guys that you thought they'd have at the start of the season. How many? So how many did D miss? D missed a couple. Houston missed three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, D maybe missed. No, D only missed. Uh, D only missed uh, one. half, right? Uh, is that he, right? I, I, thought, I thought he missed a full missed? game. Okay. What, think, is, what does Brian no, think? I think he. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think he missed. Um, like he came out man. late of late in. I want to say the Jacksonville game, but he played the New England. Yeah, game. That, that's right. He um, did. It was did. Houston who didn't play yeah. the New England game. Yeah. And that's the first start that uh, Britain yeah. Speaks got, and then right, you know. Right. But I, 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 I want to say D Ford's played in every game. Just there was one game that was almost just like a half. It's at least that's going by memory. That's what I, I believe it is. Um, well, let's put it this way: they'll be when they get Barry, assuming nobody else gets hurt in between. They'll be whole, more whole than than they've been um, in in any any way for a long time. So. Yeah, yeah, you have to do better. Ford hasn't missed a start. Ford hasn't missed one. Okay, so I've had. Once again, let me play uh, devil's advocate and add a little pessimism. (laughs) What if, because everybody obviously is on board with Barry's back and now everything is kumbaya, but what if he's not the same Barry? You know, nobody ever uses kumbaya. Oh, my God. Nobody nobody ever uses kumbaya unless it's being totally sarcastic. First of all. Uh, Second of all. That's not That's not true. When I I was in the Boy Scouts and we were in camp, we sang I'm sorry, use it it in this context. We're going to sing it when we close out the show today, so just hold on to that. What was the operative figure? Somebody said this the other day. It might have been Andy. You had even 80% Eric Berry. Maybe it was Sam, you know, a sage person like Sam instead of uh, Andy Reid. I think Reed's going to give us percentages yeah. of people. And 80% Eric Berry still makes this team better. Still Eric Berry, yeah. Yeah. So, to your point, I think there's a reasonable chance he won't be what he's been, right? I mean, at least not for a couple of games. But I think all the dynamics of it will, will still be an upgrade. Man, when he was – when he's – Good. I mean, he, he's as good as it gets. He, he just is. And yeah. I always go back to the game in Atlanta a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I just, just, I'm just wowed by that. And I mean, how can you not? My favorite part, I was looking back at this. In fact, I think I included it when I wrote today. I was looking back at what he did in Atlanta. So he has the pick six near his hometown, gets to the end zone, gives it to his mom, and says, I'll be back. Yeah, tells, yes. tells his parents he'll be back. I'll be back. How do you not <laughs> just like. Okay, fine. Like three minutes yeah. to go in the game. Yeah, three minutes to go in the game. It just so happens the quarters have changed a couple of times and it's going to be in that direction, right? <laughs> Could just as easily been going the other way. Would he, would he have not done it if it were the other way? He so, would just go back to the other end zone. Takes it back, hands it to his dad. Yeah. I mean, that, that, you, 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 you'd reject one of those, you'd reject it if it was a Disney thing because it's right. too ridiculous. Yeah, right? but it's Derek Barry. He and just defies all logic. It, which does get you thinking about, you know, the. Imagine the juice for this guy at a, at a Super Bowl in if, Atlanta. If got, I mean, yeah, it, and if Sam's brought it up, that's yeah. Sam's uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Sam, from talking to people behind the scenes, um, had derived, you know, one way or another that, look, the big push has always been clo- how you close, not where he is right. before. Right. And that part of that how you close is the dream scenario of an Atlanta Super Bowl for the hometown guy. Right. And a couple for other guys from the state. Him, so, so, yeah. so basically. that's just a story teed up for... Yep. Ever and ever for for all we could all take a slice yeah. of that and so I raised the question and the answer is a resounding shouted down by it's Eric Berry basically just that's the answer <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's Eric yeah. Berry yeah. how dare you it's Eric Berry I think yeah. if we I think we reviewed the tape Blair's I yield I yield <laughs> yeah but yeah, it was a good question uh, wait there I had a question really quickly uh. uh uh, Jeremy wants to know over under on season touchdowns at fifty. Touchdown passes. Yes, for, for I believe so. Oh, he keeps going for six. You know, four to six every week. I mean, we're talking about five more games. Yeah, five, five more, games. more games. 
And if they get, you know, if, they, if this is still a, you know, a position push in week 17, he'll play, unlike, uh, you know, the last couple of years. Bye, right, yeah. You know? I'm trying to think, what else is on the road? It's Oakland and Seattle, right? I was trying yeah, to think if it. there's yeah. any place you're going to go where you have the threat of playing in a blizzard and, you know, I mean, not no. really. So I mean, it might be cold in Seattle, but it's not going to be that. So. 13 touchdown passes in five games to get to 50. I, I like those chances yeah. for him. Over. I'll go over. Yeah, I do too. I, the six oh, against the Rams is what, you know, put, yeah, them, on yeah. the, put yeah. them on the fast track. I mean, no, that's ridiculous. Six. Yeah. <laughs> how many people, in, uh, how many quarterbacks in NFL history have had 50? Like Brady, had, Brady has the record. And Marino, they, and, and, Marino? I thought Marino it was got Manning. got 48. I think it's just Manning and Brady, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I'm pretty sure Manning. I just didn't remember. Yeah, Manning had the record. Yeah. Brady broke it. And, and Brady, that was the that was that the sixteen and zero season. Sixteen, right? right, with, right with, when he right. had Randy Moss out there running yeah. around. Yeah. I'm checking the Google. The Google machine. <laughs> uh, yes. Now I just need the internet machine to also work. Yeah, Manning had fifty five in twenty thirteen. Brady had fifty in two thousand seven. Manning had forty nine two thousand four. Marino had forty eight in eighty four. Thing about Marino's year, I, I remember. I, I just remember that year. His when he got to forty eight, the, the record was like thirty seven or something. Oh. I mean, it was he just crushed it. Nobody, it. nobody was doing that. You know, this is a year where there are going to be a lot of quarterbacks that have high touchdowns. Yeah. Pass, no. you know. Well, I was just so, thinking was so. I know Brady was MVP that year. Did Manning win it the year with the fifty five? What, what, what year did was that? It was it was in Indy, not in. It was like in 04, I think, in Indy, wasn't it? Um, I'm not sure. She's already out. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm just in my own little world here, checking in on Twitter. What would you like to know again? When was Man- uh, what was Manning's year for the uh, for the 55? It was 13. Right? It was his first year. Yeah, it was Denver. Denver year. First yes. year in Denver. Yeah. Yes. So that's when they, they lost to the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. That I Denver. remember that. So he won. He didn't win it that year, did he? I don't think he did. I, I'm going off memory, and I could be wrong. He, I'm trying to, if he won MVP that year, I don't think he oh, I'm pretty sure I, Brady did. Let's but, see. But maybe he did, not I just not remembering. NFL MVP. So. This is always the best part of Facebook. Yeah, just, so let's watch us Google all the things. <laughs> um, uh, it was Peyton Manning. It was, okay. Uh, the reason I bring it up is because it seems like the – uh, the pundits have already sort of said, okay, well, now Drew Brees is in the driver's seat. Yeah, so so yeah. Does, does Mahomes get to 50 touchdown passes and not win MVP? Yeah, would be the first, right? And, um, and what if Gurley finishes strong? I mean, there's there, all of a sudden, it was it, midseason, he was everybody's MVP, yeah. and now we're three weeks beyond midseason, and it's like, oh, he's got the. They're going to have to pull a Mean Girls and just split the crown multiple ways <laughs> and throw it out from the stage. <laughs> One for you, Drew Brees. <laughs> One for you, Todd Gurley. <laughs> Very Solomonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, anybody have any other questions? What else can we relate NFL and pop culture to? Um, are we going to see Chad Henney at all this regular season? Jordan wants to know. Since we didn't see him in the 45-10 to 10 win over... Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I don't know when we'll see them, unless they're they've sewn up the number right, one seed. Right, unless their seed no. is, uh, you know, that would, how, or, how interesting would that be? Mahomes on with forty nine touchdown passes. Yeah, going into week seventeen with the Chiefs locked up yeah. their seed, whatever it is. If you let him play the first series, score a touchdown, and then get him out. Actually, that happened last year. Uh, Kareem Hunt started. Had the one touchdown run that gave him the NFL rushing title <laughs> because they knew Gurley wasn't going to play that day. Already announced. So, Kareem Hunt got his 31-yard touchdown run, won the NFL title, and that was his only attempt of the day. Yeah, I think that's what maybe. that could very well would happen. That Mahomes maybe. plays first quarter, maybe. and then yeah. after that. Uh, I mean, I guess it seems like Andy wouldn't do it. But I mean, is there a case for him to be like he wanted to get Pat more reps or anything like that? I mean, I don't know. I that, feel like at that well, point to, in the season. Well, to me, and this is something that the Chiefs rarely have had to explore. Um, Two weeks off for starters, right? You get week seventeen off, and then the bye week is that too much time off for, you know, for for starters who aren't for uninjured players? 
not for us. Correct. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. No, but we'll still be covering that game if they're resting all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well uh, right. So there's not a week off I, for us. There's a long line of people that want to work for us, though, so we can just. Yeah, we learned that today, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we will also sit and. Uh, um, we're closing in on an hour because we've just missed talking to each other so much. Um, and we haven't talked a ton about the Raiders game other than the Ooh. fact that the, <laughs> those people that play on the baseball field. Um, I'm going to love that this is – I want to see you guys' reaction when you walk into listen, the Coliseum it, for the first time. I will be – I don't – I'm happy that we had to experience – the L.A. Memorial Coliseum yeah. before this because I hate being the, the media person that complains about the press box situation, but you could not see a thing because it was just like a, a trailer pulled in and the windows were not like meant for viewing things and there were just large chunks of the field that I was like, well, if a play happens in the corner of the end zone, I'm not going to see it. So, I'm, and we walked through an in, like, active construction zone at one point trying to find our seats. So as long as there are no buzz saws going at the Coliseum, it'll be fine. It'll, nothing like that there. and you'll, Your perspective is great. Uh, I forget, is it open air? Or it is. is it, you can open the windows. Open the windows. Um, sometimes okay. we've wanted to, sometimes we haven't. Yeah, um, it's rained a few times that we've been yeah, out there. Yeah, uh, But it is a, um, it, it's a, it, it's a glorious dump. <laughs> yeah, look, it is. It is. It, 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 that's right. It's it's so bad. It needs to be appreciated that way. And I mean, and it, this may be the last time. We don't yeah. know for sure. Maybe the last time that the Raiders play in, in Oakland. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys are going to get to see this place. Yeah. I'm excited. You'll, for you'll it. be glad you went. You will. Yep. You will. It's always been on my list of stadiums to see. Ever yeah. since I saw like the first time you see that this team is playing on a baseball field, you're like, what is this about? Um, any. Let's all do one thought on the upcoming game because I don't really have any like position by position breakdown situations to get into. Um, so maybe either like what you will, how about what you'll be watching on Sunday? I'll <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're on camera all the time because otherwise we all just like stare at I each other. I gave Lynn the nod. And then nod to John we behind blinked. the camera. <laughs> Statistically, the Raiders have the worst rushing defense in the NFL. I see Kareem Hunt going for 150. Hmm. 150. I guess my thought is it's been a rough year for uh, Derek Carr. It's Derek, right? Yeah, Derek Carr. Yeah. Um, whether or not, you know, the the last two uh, AFC players of the month between Chris <laughs> Jones and D. Ford can make it an even rougher one. I think that, that could be what turns us into a blowout, I think, is if they're just all over him and the Chiefs get the lead and then he's got to drop back and pass and it could be a long day. I'm looking for Patrick Mahomes to have no turnovers more than I'm looking for him to have five touchdown passes. Just just get that, you know, reset. And, and, and I, I think... I, my suspicion is they'll be thinking that way. I mean, you know, get back to basics a little bit for him. What's going to be fun is we'll be on the field before the game like we always mm-hmm. are, right? And we'll we'll stand in front of the black hole and have some of those fans uh, help us with help Facebook us. Live uh, before the this game. This sounds like a Cameron Crazy situation <laughs> in Duke. Oh, it's 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 Cameron Crazy. Uh, on, <laughs> you know, I don't, uh, uh, the dark side. It's the yeah, dark, I was gonna say. Okay, I'm yeah, not sure that there's yeah, a whole lot of dookies. Yeah. Also, the dark yeah. side. Not sure there's not a whole lot of dookies in, in, group, cra- in that crowd, but hey, I could be wrong. But <laughs> you, it's fun. They are. They're, they're fun. As long you know, you don't want to wear an opposing team's jersey in the middle of them, but it's 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 fun. You'll enjoy it. Back. Black can fit in anywhere. I think That's right. Might, I don't know. Yeah, might be question. wearing that. Am I allowed to wear black on Sunday? Because my normal game day attire is just ninja, and I think I would be dressing in it. the. Yeah, I'd go for it. I think black is a neutral color, right? I mean, it's not. Is it? Is it an? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you. You. You have to apply it how it contours to your situation. I'll wear black and gold, so that way nobody confuses me with an Oakland fan wearing black they, and silver. They hate the Steelers though in Oakland. Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, I'll wear my wedding dress. Uh, let's do game predictions, and then we're going to close out because I need more caffeine, and I want to chew on my ice with nobody watching me. Uh, Vahe, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to break away from my usual Chiefs 38 and, <laughs> and say Chiefs 35 to uh, 13. Lynn? I'll go Chiefs 42 to 17. What the hell did 
did you look at my paper? No. I, started, <laughs> I wrote it down right before, and it says 4217. And Lindsay over here, like, let me just pull these numbers out of the air. I've never seen this combination before. Oh. Um. Blair, sorry, that was an outburst. I, just, I, know. I think you should feel good about that. Yeah. Either either he saw it and wanted to be like Cheated you. Cheated is what happened. Or he looked on my paper. Do you want to say Eric Berry's name also Facebook Live at some point? I think I did say Eric Berry's Yep, you did, okay. Um, 4217. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... We're going to sign off, and uh, we will be back on Sunday from Oakland. Uh, I'm excited about the trip. I'm excited about the Coliseum, the Golden Gate Bridge, the Redwood Forest. Aren't those in Oakland? Outside uh, Oakland? Muir Woods. You want to go to Muir Woods? There we go. Excited about all the things that in in and out. Man, how could I forget? Uh, All right. Well, until then, uh, we'll catch you later. You can follow all of us on Twitter, Facebook, not Instagram. Don't follow me there. Um, Kansas City. And in your newspaper every morning. Until next time. Time is yours.